0: Welcome to Fire & Soul. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, former TV retail host turned digital CEO of a seven-figure coaching and training business. Fire & Soul is a weekly dose of personal and professional principles to help you take inspired action from an awakened soul for epically aligned results. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered and transformational podcast. I believe the universe rewards the brave, and that I'm here to awaken you to your infinite potential with less hustle, grit and grind, more ease, grace, and flow. You ready? Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. I'm so happy that you're here, and we're going to continue on in this special mini series called Page to Podcast. So over the next few episodes, you're going to hear from some of our students that have gone through the program, graduated, and now have amazing podcasts out in the world where they are rocking it. But really, it comes down to their stories and the ways in which it truly pays to podcast, which obviously is heavily diverse, heavily loaded. Some, yes, it's profitable. Some it's all around the confidence, the clarity, giving them true purpose and meaning in life, more direction, more sense of certainty. I mean, you guys, there's so many beautiful, beautiful ways in which it pays to podcast. And so this is going to be a really great opportunity for you to just listen, learn, possibly get inspired, and maybe tap you back into a thought that I am guessing you've had somewhere in the back of your mind, or maybe even right up front on your heart beaming loudly and brightly right now of like, I should start a podcast. Hmm. Should I start a podcast? Whatever it might look or sound like for you, if it's there, I would love for you to stay curious and open about it. You all know how I feel about curiosity, especially for 2021. Don't just automatically shut it down because of thoughts of, for example, who would I be to to launch a podcast. I'm no one, right? Everyone is someone and everyone's got a very unique message that they dream of sharing far and wide. And you don't have to have a big following. You don't have to have some momentous, carefully crafted script. Now you can download guys stream of consciousness and it's so fun and it gets easier and easier with time. And also if you're wondering what your exact path could be, I'm offering a masterclass. This is the four-step podcast with purpose, path. It's a free masterclass. And if you head on over to michelle com slash masterclass, michelle com slash masterclass, you will learn all about the four-step hit record system to share your message with the masses, build a lasting legacy, and tune into a one-of-a-kind opportunity to grow your audience, boost your profits, and change lives. That's right get ready superstar. This is not your average free training. You're going to walk away with a personal custom plan in hand and a clear path to take your podcast from a fun idea to an opportunity filled reality. I want you to sign up, head on over to michelle-sorrow.com slash masterclass. And then get ready to be inspired by these real stories from real people, just like me and you, that are going to be woven in for the next several episodes that I have no doubt will be deeply empowering to you, just like it was to me. Some had me in tears, some had me hurraying, jumping up and down, doing the dancing, all the things, right? Because when one wins, we all win. So here's to truly busting out of the comfort zone, owning your power, And of course, launching your dreams into reality. And for these next few episodes, it's all around a podcast that changed their lives in ways that I am so excited to share with you. All right, my friends, without further ado, please continue enjoying It Pays to Podcast. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to Fire and Soul. Well, I am so happy to bring you my next guest, Yes, a podcast accelerator graduate, Nicholas Ofak. He's the host of Constructing Greatness podcast. He's now up to, as of this moment, I believe over 10 episodes. He's a business owner, entrepreneur, former D1 college athlete, construction manager, and builder who has managed constructing nearly $500 million of various projects. The main goal of his podcast is to inspire and create awareness about the value and significance of working in the trades while sharing real stories from tradesmen and professionals in construction and various other industries. It's so cool to have you here. Welcome to Fire and Soul, Nick.
1: Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It really is. Oh,
0: Oh my goodness. Well, you know, we love our PA community so much and getting to witness your podcast come to life it was a journey you know coming up with the name and then the the cover art and and just watching you go through that journey and really leaning into our community i have to tell you it was a standout for me but i have to ask what's the driving force what was it when you decided to join the pa
1: well i mean i i I love to be challenged for one and you know get out of my comfort zone which i'm still figuring that out you know how much do i want to get out of my comfort zone But just as far as the podcast, it's something that's been on my mind for almost a year prior to joining the course. And it's just something that that pains me to see, you know, college students and parents not forcing their kids, but guiding them to go to college like college is the only path.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: it just pains me to see that, you know, all this college debt that's building up when kids are going to college without a true plan. Yeah. they're going to just get a degree but not really passionate about that degree or or which which direction they're they're heading and this podcast is just to offer an alternative it's it's something to to show open people's eyes that that trades you know construction various other trades in various other industries that that it's it's a whole world that i think people should really understand and understand that a lot of these people are so passionate about what they do and they make a heck of a living
0: yeah, I'm one. I didn't graduate college. I went the total non-traditional route. I, I I dropped out twice, tried it, was highly allergic. I was like, what am I even here for? I wanted to be an actress. And then I thought I wanted to be a minister. So I studied those, those trades, right? Yeah. And because that's what I was passionate about. And then lo and behold, you know, 20 something years later, here I am as an online entrepreneur and transformational trainer and a podcast talking to you because I did that. And now you've got a podcast. So, yeah, I'm with you for a lot of reasons. And I like that you're you're debunking those traditions of, you, know, you must do this. And, you know, it's, it's just not true in 2020. And it is a heck of a lot of debt. And you can do something like launch a podcast or launch an online program for nothing, as an example, because that's my passion, sure. or really tra- follow your soul, follow your heart and uh, give it a try, especially when you're young. There's just so much opportunity. What would you say your experience was? Because, you know, you said that, you know, you love being challenged and getting out of the comfort zone. Was that the case with you throughout the PA? Because you seem to kind of glide through. But I I could have been hallucinating on watching your journey.
1: I mean, sure. And, and I think I mentioned this to you before. The accountability that, that your course offers was without a doubt, in my opinion, the most value. Because I think most people need it and you were really on every single classmate to finish to finish there's no if and or buts about it mm. you, you gotta finish and uh, I love that and you know the technical piece and then that wasn't really an issue for me the, the most challenging which I think I shared with you in the past was finally doing my solo you know talking into a mic you know for 20 minutes or so just trying to get my thoughts together and and, and, you know, and, and the perfectionism, you want it to be perfect, you know, and, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm learning to get past that through my podcasting episodes that no one's perfect, you know, and, 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 and we're all learning as we're going through the process in it. And it's really been a lot of fun.
0: Oh, you know I, mean? I love that you just said that no one's perfect and to just you know, allow ourselves to be taken off that that hook, that low standard of perfectionism because it just doesn't exist. And, you know, and I remember sharing this um when you were in class of, you know, nobody these days is looking for perfection. They're looking for real, you know, we don't connect as humans in the, you know, the triumph and the success and what looks like it was just effortless. We connect in the struggle and like, oh, I can relate to you. You once, you know, had that too, or wow, you know, all those things that could have held us back. But, you know, yeah. you, you like to face it and to uh, rip it wide open, I'd say. And uh it's just it was a journey because you know, you were in a mastermind of mine way back, like two years ago. And mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to really get to know you and mm-hmm. to get to circle back with you two years later and you come to the podcast program, I was like, that is cool. Wonder what he's gonna do. And then to see what you created and you know, it's just it's so badass. Constructing greatness, what a title. You know, I just love it. So, how Thank has God. the podcast yeah. impacted your life, both personally and professionally? Curious.
1: Well, you know, we kind of touched on a little bit, just the confidence aspect, I think. Mm -hmm. More than anything, the Zoom world, you know, now we're doing Zoom calls constantly. And uh, now to hold that presence via Zoom, I think podcasting has certainly helped that. Creating connections with people on a professional level. I'm starting to connect with a lot of different people that are reaching out to me because, they have a podcast. They want to be on my podcast, you know, things like that. So my social media, you know, connections have certainly increased through the podcasting. But yeah, I think that's, that's really, you know, I'm noticing just developing just more of a comfort level being on Zoom and, and, and talking. And, and it's just been a heck of a lot of fun.
0: So much fun. What does your family think?
1: They didn't know what to think. You know, what is <laughs> most people, I think podcasting and you can, You know, talk more on that is it's still relatively new and in an untapped market. And a lot of people still don't even, even some of my friends, like, what is podcasting? People still don't even know what it is. And how do you get on the podcast? And I'm like, here's an app, you know, you just download the app and you can listen. But I've been, I've been, you know, into podcasting, listening that is for, you know, well over three years now. One of my buddies that I played college baseball with, he started a podcast three years ago. So that's how I was introduced to it. And I thought it was really cool. (laughs)
0: It's so cool. Yeah, it's true. You know, people think that it's a saturated market and it couldn't be further from the truth. There are, as of December of 2020, 850,000 active podcasts. And while that sounds like a lot, there's almost 8 billion of us on the planet. And that's so what that number translates to, and I'm not a math person, I think you are more than I am, but it's less than one half of 1%. You can bear that to like the YouTube channels or, you know, Instagram accounts and all of that. It hasn't even begun yet. So the time is now because having that platform, you know, just what you said a moment ago, people are reaching out to you. You're now considered someone with credibility and authority and a true leader in your industry. You know, and imagine the collaborations that could potentially come out of this with a little bit of consistency and a continued drive to share your message with the world. I love it. Yeah, no, I do too. I so do too. good. So I would also love to chat about some of the ways in which you experience the community in the PA, because as, as as I said at the top, and by the way, I want to echo back on what you just said, which is that well, my family doesn't really know what to think, and this brings me to the community, which uh, is where I wanted to go to in a moment ago. Yes, I can get my words straight, and it mm-hmm. is all around. You know, what I think makes the PA so special and unique because we're the only program of its kind like this, where you're in a big community where everyone's on that same singular focused mission, right? We're going to have a podcast published at the end of this program. But otherwise, like some friends and a lot of family and certainly community members, you know, like in social media, they might not understand that journey. And so it could feel very isolating. Right. And you're like, oh, but when you're, you know, you're sort of pushed out into the world with your peers of fellow podcasters along that ride with you. It's just a whole nother experience. So I'd love to hear your two cents on on what that part, the community part was like for you.
1: Well, it's the community, you know, as far as you know, the, the classmates within within your course, there was 20 of us, I believe. And I think you had more the, the prior session. Would you have thirty maybe?
0: We no, oh, no, we almost tripled it. We've grown significantly.
1: Right. Well, we yeah. were the were you the second or third course? I don't recall.
0: I think you were third. Okay. Yeah.
1: But, but the community
0: second, excuse me, second. You were second. I, I thought you? we were second. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. The community. I mean, everyone just supports each other. And even during the class structure. The way the support, you know, the support group, if you will, everyone was just just helping each other, cheering each other on to to get to the finish line. And and you weren't having it anyway. You weren't going to allow anyone not to finish. Uh, but it was uh, no, it was excellent. And I'm still, you know, connected with a lot of them. I listen to some of their podcasts. There's so many podcasts that that you want to listen to. It's hard to listen to them all. It's true. Like I've connected with with quite a few on the various social media platforms, and and we keep in touch. It's it's been. It's been great.
0: Oh, I love that. How would you describe your mindset before you had a podcast and after during where you are now? Wow.
1: That everyone feels the same way, you know, when they, when they start just the whole imposter syndrome, which, which, you know, I know we, we've talked about it, you know, before and, and everyone, everyone has it. You know, I think, I think I came to realize that everyone is in the same boat now Now, some people come from different industries where where they're they're talking a lot more. You know, you're in television. Uh, It comes easier for some. But if it's something that you're that you want to do, that you're passionate about doing and and you want to challenge yourself, it's it's a great experience just to get through it all. It it really is.
0: I love that you said that that actually ties into pretty much the final question, which is if anyone's on the fence listening, you know, what do you have to say to them? And just answered it. But what I love about what you just said is there've been a couple of graduates who said, you know, I'm not trying to build a business off of this podcast. This for me is a contribution. And -hmm. it was also a massive exercise in confidence building and, and just allowing myself to be seen, to be heard, to put myself out there, you know, especially getting a little bit, Older in life, a little bit more advanced, right? Maybe forties or fifties and, and saying, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a complacent comfort zone. I want to try on new things and be creative and, and touch more people and make sure that my life truly has meaning. And I mean, listen, you're a fortune or uh, an ink 500 company. So it's no small potatoes. I mean, it's incredible. The success that you've been able to generate, um, through construction, right? A tradesman, but the fact that you're here and wanting to shed light. To so many young kids and or parents of young children that there, there could be another way and that that is the true mission of your podcast. I can't tell you enough how cool we think that is and how important it is in this time. So thank you for doing what you're doing. I am curious, before we fully wrap, have you heard any feedback from some of your friends that have kids or from college ki- or, you know, aspiring not to be in college kids? <laughs> what, what kind of feedback are you getting about this message?
1: You know, you do have a few, I do have a few fans that listen to them all and they let me yeah. know. And, and it's, it's really that, 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 that one fan, you know, just, just to reach out and to say that, that I'm a fan and I can't wait for the next one. Mm. Uh, that makes it real and I love it. And uh, you know he'll share with me his favorite. He's asking me, who, you know, what tradesmen are coming on next, and wow. he wants to buy me lunch, like that kind of thing, which is, oh. which, is neat, which is really neat. Yeah,
0: so neat. It's so special. It actually just put some tears in my eyes because actually several of the people who've gone through the PA now were once that for me, right? They listen to Fire and Soul. They they would wait for the next episode. Then they would start to like, you know, like tag me on Instagram stories and then mm-hmm. and then maybe a DM or something. And then next thing I know, they hear about the program and then they're in the program. And now I'm sending them messages of, I just listened to your latest episode. It was so good. And real friendships have formed. And that's the power and intimacy of being in someone's ear and having a sincere, heartfelt, message that isn't going to be perfect. You know, it's not going to be polished and nobody wants that anyway. You know, there's this myth that like, you have to have a huge social following in order to podcast and be successful, or you have to have, you know, had a certain level of status, not true at all, or be a really good, you know, orator or speaker. Um, You said earlier, you know, you were on yeah. TV and, and so it comes more naturally. That wasn't the case for me. I was on TV and still do it obviously sometimes, but when I jumped on the mic, I mean, imposter syndrome nearly shut me down and held me back from starting at all. And I know, you know, that story, I started comparing myself to Oprah. I mean, what? And that's what eco can do. And so this is why I love this whole point that you were mentioning is, you know, if anything, just for the exercise of doing it, doing something that most will never have the courage, the balls, the cojones, whatever you want to say, Mm -hmm. to ever do. And that was you. And so I just want to thank you for taking this challenge on, for now touching lives and, you know, some in, in particular so, so deeply and so profoundly. And, uh, and we look forward to more and more and more from you. And I want to really thank you for your time today, Nick.
1: No, I really appreciate it. I wanted to say one more thing. You touched on creativity. You know, what this has brought out in, in my creativity, it's, it's, it's awesome. I feel like a, like a child again. Oh, child child in the woods, you know, building forts, Um, just it just opens up, you know, a whole nother, you know, world that I that I've been missing. And I absolutely love it. And um, thank you.
0: (sighs) I'm going to cry again. See, this is what we do it for. You know, I'm just a bucket of tears anyway. But like this is literally what Jenny and I do it for. Like these stories, you know, it's one thing to hear you guys talk about it in our podcaster tell-all at the end, right? You've just launched, there's euphoria, everyone's on a freaking rocket fuel high, but to hear you talk about it, you know, several months later, and and now it's real, you know, and to get to really tune into what it's helping to cultivate within you and this expansion Mm -hmm. of possibility, um, and then tapping you back into when you were just a kid and building forts, like, man, I don't know why I'm so emotional today, but this is just, I, I love it. I just you know, love that you guys get to share these stories and get to go do this and that we get to somehow have been a part of it, you know?
1: Yes. And, and, you know, we didn't touch on it, but, you know, I'd probably still be thinking about doing it. You know, the, this accelerator is exactly what, you know, it, it says it is and, and it, it puts you through it, you know, in seven weeks or whatever it was, seven, eight weeks. And I still probably be thinking about it because yeah. we're all busy and we're all doing our things. And, and you sign up for this, And you're held to the fire. (laughs) And I'm just... I'm so grateful.
0: <laughs> ah, we could Thanks. just go on and on. It's like a love fest. Um, I can't wait to share this one with Jenny and Sarah and the team. Thank you so much, Nick. I can't. I can't thank you enough for sharing your heart and just special message. Um, and uh, yeah, I know anyone listening is like, yeah, this is this is what I needed to hear right now. So thank you for sharing. And again, we just could. We look forward to continuing to see and to thank witness you. uh, your epic success. Thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Thank you so much, and thank you to Jenny. You
3: got it. Hey, it's Ginny Sarasvati here, Michelle's podcast producer and co-founder of the Podcast Accelerator. Listening to this episode with Nick and Bonnie just shows why it pays to podcast.
0: I signed up for your course and I really didn't know where it was going to take me. I hadn't started yet. And somebody in my Facebook community posted, hey, what are you guys doing? What courses are you taking to launch a podcast? And I mentioned that I was taking this and I followed up. But what I'll say is we're six months in and our podcast is going. We're on our 15th episode and we're continuing to record every week. I'm not certain that he's even started. Isn't that interesting? Get off the fence and get started now and have it done in eight weeks.
3: You just heard from our podcast accelerator graduate, Sarah Taylor, co-host of Beyond Your Best Plan. She's just one of the 66 podcasts we have launched into the world, and we're not stopping there. We have a vision to launch a million of these podcasts and invite you to come along for the ride, just like Kimberly Schneider did. We had to show up weekly, and then not only that, there were tasks and activities that we had to do. So when we became overwhelmed with,
0: I'm going to be putting out a podcast, all I had to work on was what's my title or what's my artwork. Or what's my description? And anyways, I just didn't want that to really go unsaid because it was the community. But as a community, we had a
3: really great leader that led us through and held us accountable. And you did it with such kindness, really, truly. And now she's a host of Overflow. Podcasts can be a vehicle to building relationships. And to get you started, Michelle and I are holding a free masterclass on the four-step podcast with Purpose Path. Really the genius of your Program, according to anyone else, is that wonderful combination of partnership that you and Jenny have created. You create a community that really opens up. Share your message with the masses, build a lasting legacy, and tune into a one of a kind opportunity to grow your audience and boost your profits. Join our free masterclass on the Four Step Podcast with Purpose Path. To all the people who are listening, who are thinking of doing a
0: podcast, if you're an empty nester, this is the best time of your life to do one. If you're already thinking it means you've
3: already got a message within you so oh, just watch. do it head on over to michelle-sorrow.com forward slash masterclass see you there
0: Well, my goodness, you guys, this is like one of my favorite days ever. I get to spend the next 20 or so minutes with not only a podcast accelerator grad, but also one of my favorite souls on the planet, Miss Bonnie Howard, host of the Chronically Courageous podcast. Welcome to Fire and Soul. This is like a dream.
2: This is a dream to me, Michelle. I seriously, when I got your request to be on your podcast, I... Almost passed out because you know you are one of my very favorite podcasters and I listen to a lot of podcasts but when I started listening to you a couple of years ago I was hooked instantly and to be asked to be on your show I, I binged every single episode of your show back from when it was Mindset oh, Mashup yes. all the way through Fire and Soul and I haven't missed an episode ever.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So I have to ask because sometimes we forget how we originally connect with people, right? When it just, they feel like, you know, family right out of the gate. So is that what then brought you into the mastermind?
2: Yes and no. So I listened to your podcast and then I heard about your Facebook live group. Okay. And I, when I heard that you were having a challenge coming up, I committed out loud to my then boyfriend, now fiance that I was going to do that. And so I, I, participated in that and I fell even more in love with you. And, and then I, of course I heard about all your programs and then I joined the mastermind and then the podcast accelerator. Okay. That is a fun story. I love tracing it back.
0: And now of course, you know, and I always talk about full circle on the, on my podcast, which is, you know, to see you here because of the beautiful, brave work that you've done with your podcast, uh, The Chronically Courageous, and to get to celebrate you and to talk about your experience of what it was like to go through the podcast accelerator is like the ultimate full circle. So it's so awesome to have you here and especially knowing what you've been through and the mission that you're on with your platform known as your podcast. So I want to just start there. If you don't mind giving a little brief background um, and how you came into, what was the driving force uh, to start your own podcast?
2: Yes. So I have been on disability for about five years or actually a few years. I had some serious chronic illness issues. So I came from a corporate environment where I was always very busy running around and had, you know, all my business suits. I still have a closet full of business suits. I'm not sure why, why I'm keeping them, but I, I really, I kind of lost purpose in my life because I wasn't able to work and I just felt like I was kind of wasting away and just being this sick person. And I really, I started to listen to a lot of podcasts and that was a way for me to remain inspired and stay inspired. And I I thought, you know, this is something I really want to do. I'd always kind of, you know, in my corporate setting, I, I did a lot of speaking and I was always told that it was a strength. And I wanted to share this message. I felt like when I was when I was younger and I had this chronic illness, I didn't have a voice because it was ignored, it was dismissed, and I really didn't have, you know, I, I didn't feel heard, I didn't feel understood. And in recent years, I got more of my diagnoses and then I got under, you know, I, people were understanding of me better. And I just thought, you know, I want to make up for lost time. I want to be able to tell my story because I know how healing that is. And through your online platform, I got a chance to begin to do that. But I also wanted to give other people a platform to share their stories. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of how it started. But now it's evolved more into, how can I help people to heal? Because through my podcast, I have met these remarkable healers. And now I'm working with a couple of them. And I, I would say I've gone from probably like, I'm like, someone asked me this yesterday, healer I was working with, I'm about 60% better than where I was when I started. So that is is tremendous. I've gotten my life back. I've gotten a sense of purpose back. And I feel like I'm on the road to complete healing. And I'm helping other people to do the same.
0: It's amazing. You know, um, that made me tear up a little bit because, you know, as a community, we are so in solidarity, in support of your full recovery and to see how far you've come in the last 18 months has been remarkable. And now that you're here and paying it forward and healing even more so because you're around such empowerment. And 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 I love you know uh, how you describe the Chron- Chronically Courageous podcast. I'll just read it out loud if you don't mind. It says, sure. Chronically Courageous, where chronic illness warriors come to feel empowered and uplifted. Listen each week to be inspired by others who have found happiness and peace despite the physical and emotional tolls of chronic illness. Together, we navigate this complex journey and move forward (laughs) with courage, passion, and purpose. That's beautiful. It's just incredible. So again, I'm just so happy for your journey and to get to witness it, but to get to be a part of it, So it's very clear to me, okay, that was the driving force of like why you had to start a podcast. What was your experience like? I mean, when you first started, you signed up, you're like, okay, I I have a clear picture ish, right? I always say action breeds clarity. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just got to say yes, the little whisper that that drew you there. And then everything else will just begin to reveal itself. And that's a trust in the uncertainty process, but it's also a life lesson. Like we've all experienced that, right? Mm -hmm. So here you are, you joined the PA. Did you have any limiting beliefs? Did you have any imposter syndrome? Do you have any of those feels that you had to get over for you? Was that the the more easier part, but it was maybe tech or I'd love to know how you might have been challenged, if at all, and then how you overcame that and how the program helped aid in that. Yes.
2: So I definitely had some limiting beliefs going in. You know, who am I to start a podcast? Who's going to come? Who's going to listen? Who, why, you know, what makes me so important that I feel like, I'm going to create this platform where other people should listen to me. And then, you know, and the other thing was my fiance knew that I wanted to start a podcast for a while and he bought me a book on how to start a podcast. And so, you know, I I read that, I listened to it and I was still like, okay, I still don't know what to do. So I think it was a combination of that confidence that I needed as well as the technical step by step of how, how in the heck am I going to get this thing started? You know? And, and I knew you and I trusted you implicitly because I know that you lead with love and you lead with integrity. And that was, you know, I knew I would be in good hands. I knew that if I made this investment in myself, that I would be guided by you lovingly and, and completely and with, you know, with first class white glove service all the way, because that's how you are. And, and that was what came to be. It was truly just such so much ease and grace. And I know that's, that's one of the things that you say a lot is ease and grace. And you truly made that happen. It. I never had to guess, like, what do I do next? It was always, I was so guided and my hand was held throughout and you instilled that confidence in me and you, you and, and Ginny gave me every step that I needed along the way. So yeah, it, you know, there's things that I have the ability to do. And I know, I also know my limitations. So the fact that you were able to, you know, with the production, with Ginny's production company to put together a beautiful cover art for me and to put together this wonderful intro and and everything and just have it, it. And then my first episode, I felt so good about my first episode because it was, you know, it was produced and everything was just beautifully done and so professional. It was something I was very, very proud and excited to release Ooh, into the world. That
0: makes me so happy to hear you know, uh, you just said so many wonderful things in there that, of course, I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. But one of the things that you said that really stood out to me because I related to my journey in the beginning before I found the genie, And it was that your, you know, then boyfriend, now fiance. Uh, what's his name? David. David. Hi, David. Uh, they've been <laughs> handing you a book. And he's like, babe, here's how you podcast, which, by the way, is not unlike tons of freebies and tons of $97 courses up to, you know, $7,500 courses. And everyone looks like they have the same information. So what's the big deal? Like, just go do it. And I'd like for you to speak to that. So you'd been given the book. You knew you wanted to do it. You could just do a little Google search online and maybe buy something for hundred bucks. But what was the difference? Aside from, yes, you knew me, which that's a huge thing because there was a built-in trust factor. But let's just push that aside if we can. How would you say... This occurred to be a different kind of a program than virtually anything else out there, much less that book that you read. That This kind of probably left you a little bit more confused than before you started.
2: Exactly. So it was really, it was like a step-by-step handheld experience. So every week we would get on the calls with you and Ginny, and he would guide us through and answer any questions we had and give us the you know, here's what you do next. And, you know, we had your full support the entire time. We could ask you questions throughout the week if, you know, we had something in between. And and there was that accountability. It was like, okay, this is what needs to be done by this date. And, you know, let's face it, a lot of us can be highly motivated, but when it comes down to it, unless we have a, a set date and we're being held accountable, that doesn't always come to fruition. So the fact that I knew if I didn't get my work done, <laughs> I wasn't going to get my podcast produced. So <laughs> there was that, you know. It was like this little carrot hanging out inside of me and I uh, hanging in front of me, and I wanted that so much. And I, I really, you know, I didn't want to fall behind in the class. and And you were so encouraging. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a, a pressure where I felt like like a bad type of pressure. It was a loving, encouraging environment where. I knew that you wanted this for me as much as I wanted this for me. So, yeah.
0: Yes, that's so huge. And, you know, you, you bring up a really good point of we have deliverables. In order for us to produce everyone at the professional level that we do, and let's be clear, Jeannie Media, who's my business partner, longtime producer for my own show in the PA, she produces for Condé Nast and Allure. Architectural Digest, Cynthia Rowley is coming out. She, they've already been batching podcasts. She's a big fashion designer, world renowned. When you're talking about how we've got these deadlines and in order for us to produce you at that level, you got to keep up and do your part. And this is a huge distinction because any other program where it's not live and accountability, accountability led with a personal concierge for each student, you're just like, maybe do you finish? Maybe you don't finish, right? Because who's there to say, hey, Connie, tagging you in a Facebook group. We love you. Get it done. Where are you? Or maybe picking up the phone or messaging you because that's how we roll. We care so deeply. We can easily collect everybody's money. Be Like, well, you didn't show up. We care more about you getting out there and being published because of how we know it's going to affect your life than we do about anything else. And I know you know that, but I want to ask you about that. How has having a podcast impacted your life, both personally and professionally?
2: Oh my gosh, so it's, it's given me that sense of purpose that I was lacking for quite some time. Mm. And it just, you know, it does. It, it, I have had the opportunity to meet the most amazing people and have these meaningful, I, I live for deep, meaningful conversations. That's what I get to do now. And I, you know, and I get to bring those conversations to the world and every week, it's so, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but this <laughs> is how I feel. Every week when I release the podcast, I feel like I've birthed a new baby into the world. It's like this, I'm so excited to share it and, you know, have people benefit from these amazing stories and these amazing, in my case, healing modalities that I'm sharing with people because, you know, it's, it's going to affect lives. And I know it has because I get, I get feedback from my listeners about how meaningful this has been to them and how, how much it inspires them. And, you know, and I get people asking questions about, how they can get in touch with a certain healer. And, you know, so I know that I am, I am giving people the gift that I needed for so long, which was hope. I'm giving Uh them hope. I'm giving them inspiration. I'm giving them tools. Mm -hmm. And that is so fulfilling intrinsically to me, incredibly, incredibly fulfilling. Um, I've also been approached by a company out of Israel to, because they knew of my podcast to do some consulting with them on a pain management software that they're working on, mm. so that's been pretty incredible to have that kind of an opportunity. So, yeah, and and actually now I am looking into going into coaching myself so that oh, I can I continue it. to heal people. Yeah, and I, I it'll be more along the lines of you know health coaching and and really healing people. And, you know, and that's something that before I never would have thought about, but because of where this has led me and because I see the power of all the different healing modalities and I've experimented with them myself and seen results. I'm like you, Michelle, I I am all about the integrity. Like I won't sell something unless I believe in it hundred yeah. percent. So I feel like, okay, now that's my next step. And my podcast platform is going to be the best marketing device for that. So, you know, people know me, they they know what I, you know, kind of my style. And if they are drawn to me, then they are potential clients.
0: Very true, you know, and so many people say, "Ah, oh, who am I to start a podcast? Which of course we've already covered that. Who are you not to be, right? I'll just take it there. Uh, let's just nip that one right now and ask a better question. And the other part is, is like, okay, well, you know, how do I monetize this baby? And it's like, build it build it and they will come. It goes back to that old saying that is so trite and very true. And yet in this disposable convenience mentality that we're in now more so than ever, especially because of all the pandemic pivots and everyone having to learn how to go online, they want it even faster, you know? And it's like, hold on a second, you know, you got to build something. And then the more that you do it as repetition becomes the mother of all skill, as Tony Robbins always says, Then you're going to be like, ah, this is actually what I want to talk about. This is what lights me up. This is how I see a path of helping others. This is now a program that I can create. And that's exactly how my journey began. Many people don't realize this, but my near million dollars, you know, of coaching and training, you know, revenue in the past two and a half years started with the podcast. Amazing. This is where I started. I didn't have a mastermind. I didn't have any of my training programs Hmm. out yet. But it was as I continued to rise up and just come on the platform and share, despite all the feels of who am I and comparing my beginning to Oprah, which is crazy. But that's what we do. Right. And so and Jenny oftentimes says to me, Michelle, thank you so much for not giving up on that first day when I asked her to take it down and told her to take it down. And she's like, no you sleep on it little grasshopper and let's talk tomorrow. And I woke up still not really thrilled, but she was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cancel it. Just believe me and trust. I'm this is going to be okay. And then now she says, my goodness, look at this 66 podcasters out there changing thousands of lives with every episode that wouldn't happen if you would have given up, you know? So imagine what it's going to be like for you in a year, 18 months, two years. So that's why I always say podcasting is a long-term plan. And a worthwhile investment that has a priceless ROI on it. But I do want to talk about that. So you just mentioned like, oh my gosh, it's opened up exciting collaborations, potential new partnerships, new ideas for revenue and even identity, right? Gosh, could I be a coach? Yes. What other results can you share? Maybe it's download growth. Any of the analytics on the back end, anything that my listeners, our listeners really, because you're now on in this community with us, can hear, it's like, ah, yeah, that is interesting. I didn't know that you would get that as a result of going through a program like this.
2: Mm-hmm. So on the back end, we use a platform called ACAST, as you know, and I love the analytics. It's so much fun to look at it and to see that growth. And there's there's charts and you can log in and I look and I look at it and I do see, you know, it's, it's not tremendously fast, but that's not what I expected. But there is growth, there is steady growth. And when I look back at where I was, and where I am now, it's, you know, I can say, Oh, well, I'm not where I want to be. But like, when I look at where I was to where I am now, it's definitely it's it's gone up. And what's really incredible, too, is, it's amazing to me to see that I have a global audience, I have audience, I have people in I mean, there's people in Israel that listen. There's people in the UK that listen. I have several listeners in Australia and Ireland and places where I don't, I don't know people that live in some of these places. So who's listening? Apparently something's getting out there and there's, you know, somehow word is spreading about this. You know, and I, I have people that have come to me and because of the space I'm in, they've shared my podcast in support groups. And, you know, the, one of the conditions that I was diagnosed with, the leader of the organization for that was on my podcast. So of course, now she has a link to my podcast on her website, which is wow, huge. Oh, that's you know? huge. See, that's where the
0: collaborative effort, right? Because I, I say that like right now, the new economy is community and collaboration. Don't try to go out it alone. And even a podcast, you're not alone. You have a dynamic leverage and power of who you might bring on your show. Right. And then how they might support it. And then what other doors that might open. I mean, it's remarkable, but people get so caught up in like, Oh, but I'm going to be solo. I'm going to be alone. And I, I can't do it alone. It's like, you're never going to be alone. hey, eh? you're going to go through the podcast accelerator with a community of kick-ass vision takers, right. Act- Visionary action takers is what I really wanted to say, who are all in one singular mission to have a published, produce and produce podcast by the end of the eight week program. And then you get, you know, all of that support and weigh in of what about this title or what about this photo or what about this font or what about this description or what about all of this that normally you'd be on your own for. Or maybe if you went solo with a producer, you just have one person's perspective. Now you get a whole peanut gallery that are so supportive to see you shine, right? And then you come out of the program and you're like, oh my gosh, I could interview any one of them because they're now part of my community. So you feel safe while you're learning on the job. So that helps to cultivate more confidence. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm now selling my own program and I don't mean to, because but I'm just so excited about what we have to offer and when I see someone like you come through, who gave us a review, by the way, of, I'm paraphrasing, but it's. I have a master's. Actually, do you mind sharing it? You can share what you shared with me so that I'm not stealing your thunder.
2: No, it's okay. I don't have it in front of me right now. But just kind of, you know, by memory, I do. I have a master's degree in instructional technology, which is essentially online learning. Back when I did it, it was computer-based training, but now it's online learning. So I kind of know a thing or two about what good instruction looks like, what good online instruction looks like. And, you know, all of the elements that it takes to, really, you know, engage people and and captivate them and keep them, you know, a, a make it in a way that's, that's easily digestible and understandable and, you know, in a, in a logical order and in a way that they can, you know, they can follow step-by-step step and really just, you know, get an end result. So, I mean, I, I, my master's reason in that, but I also worked for a couple of companies where I was leading the charge on that, on that sort of thing. So, I was so impressed with the way that you executed the course and you have a wonderful way of keeping people engaged. I was that kid in class when I was like in elementary school. And then even in undergrad, I would fall asleep every without fail. And we're just like be doodling and not paying attention because I was bored out of my mind and I wasn't engaged. But you always, Michelle, you always keep people engaged and we feel we feel the love. we feel that you are taking us along. and i want to I want to talk a little bit more about what you were just talking about with having the group because that's an excellent point. It's so beautiful that we have this graduating class of podcast accelerators, other podcasters to lift each other up. And there's been like continual support, and I've built some great relationships through that. And I have gone on a couple of other, Shows from people that I graduated with. And likewise, they've been on mine. And it's so, it's just beautiful. And we lift each other up and we keep each other encouraged. And what's really nice too is that you have that, you have the Facebook group for graduates of the podcast accelerator where we can go on and share things that we may have learned that have helped us to elevate our, our podcast. And that's just, it's just a wonderful, beautiful resource. So, really, really grateful for that.
0: Thank you for mentioning that. We're really proud of our alumni page and and uh and the fact that you guys share big milestones, right? I hit episode 30 or hey, I got my dream guest or or what do you guys think of this? Or, Hey, I'm looking for guests. And, and, uh, it's been really beautiful because the group stays very connected. I was just talking with Carrie Knudsen, who has the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. And I don't know if you've met her yet because she was in a graduating class after you, but she was just saying that just today she was in Facebook message, you know, chats with three different graduates coordinating calendars to get on each other's shows and, it's like, isn't that cool, right? Because with that many people coming through, there's going to be, you know, a very high probability that there's a large percentage of those people that would be perfect for your, your show and your message. So yeah, it's almost like it's the chronically encouraged. <laughs> yes, yes,
2: it's, yeah, it's really, it really is. It's great. It's like a little, little family. It's really nice.
0: Thank you. Well, you're a beautiful, beautiful part of our family. And I I just always love seeing what you do and how, by the way, your show notes and how you now promote, I know that we guide you guys and tell you exactly how to promote it and what to share and what not to share and how to reach out to the guests and all that stuff um, that you want to have on your show. But I am watching you in just, what are we talking about here? How many episodes have you released at this point? 29, episode 29 went out today. (laughs) Woohoo! Congratulations. Thank you. This is December 1 of 2020. So by the time this airs, which will be in probably late February, maybe early March, you will have had a lot more but I'm watching your growth, right? And how to talk about an episode and compel someone to listen in. Now, granted, we do teach very thoroughly that the nucleus of that, the science behind it, and we actually give you a copy and paste version of what to do. But I'm watching you now take it on your own and and really shine and let me, Sam, she just hit me in the heart on this one like you're doing such a great job and I don't just say that because we're on the show in fact I don't know if I've said that to one person yet but it's it's really uh, vivid in my mind right now watching what you post on social seeing it come through my feed and be like go Bonnie we're so so proud of you so thank you thank for you so much up and, and answering the call that was on your very own soul which is what fire and soul is all about this feels like a beautiful full circle moment uh, for anyone who is considering joining, but mm, maybe they got the, I'm not a great speaker like she was told she was, or I don't know, I don't have some big story to tell, like overcoming an illness, you know, of by 60% minimum, or they're just not sure that they have what it takes to to build off of where they are. So therefore they might not join in this moment. What would you have to say to someone like
2: that? I would say, get off the fence and do it. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's like, If you're if you're feeling, if your intuition is guiding you to do this, there's a reason. And you may not even know the reason right away. And I, you know, my reason has changed. I might even have a rebrand ahead because my vision for this and my reason have changed in this, you know, short five, six months that I've been podcasting. So follow, follow the nudge, follow the intuition, and you will be guided lovingly by Michelle and Ginny. And there's no downside really i mean it it there's i mean there's just it's brought so much to my life this has been so meaningful to me and it's just given me this amazing platform and a place to express myself and to be heard and again to give other people that platform and you know whether your purpose is to you know to to you know maybe do a solo podcast and get your message out there or to help others share their message. I mean, you're if you have something on your heart that you feel is going to help lift up other people, this is a great platform to share it. And it's also a great platform if you're looking to, to launch a business. I mean, it's not like, like Michelle Shaw said, it's the long game. It's not something that's gonna happen overnight, but it is definitely a, a great thing to set yourself up. I mean, I know I know a lot of coaches that also do podcasts. And they say the number one thing that leads their business is their podcast. That is the number one revenue gener- generator, not directly, but indirectly, because it allows you to establish um, a relationship with people because it's this long form content where people get to know you as a human being and your nature and what's important to you. And they, they trust you and they, they wind up loving you and trusting you. And then greater things come of that and, and opportunities.
0: I'm so, so glad that you just said that because people always want that instant gratification, right? It's just, a, it's just a generalism of human nature and especially now more than ever. And it's like, go and try and do the fast route, right? It's, it's a house of cards. Go buy all the ads and do the fancy sales page for something that you haven't proven out yet. You don't even really know who you are yet, right? It looks really good, but where's the substance, right? And how have you grown it organically? But yet, if you just give yourself five, six months to grow it and to build it and to cultivate that trust in that community and that connection they'll show up when you open up your cart you know so to speak your doors to a program whether it's coaching because we really I think about 85 percent of our of our graduates um, tend to be coaches and or digital course creators we do have a few outliers where they're in other industries by about 20 percent but the bulk is that and that's you too right you didn't even know that you were going to be an emerging coach but the more action you took the more clarity you got which is what we always talk about But I say that like five, six months is going to fly by. You've invested in this platform and it'll be the single most effective leverage for your business.
2: Right, and it's not expensive to maintain either. No, as compared
0: to ads and all the other stuff for marketing, any business that you start is going to have some overhead. But an online business could be 20, 30% if you're really doing it right and lean. And a podcast is the bulk of that investment that will generate so many opportunities and collaborations and not to mention meaningful friendships along yes, the way. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I'm so uh, glad that you that you said yes, my friend, and uh, that you spent the time with us here today. I'm I'm really honored by that, and uh, thank your fiance for buying you the book and helping you to get over the edge just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where's the best place for my listeners to find you on social?
2: So on Instagram, my handle is the chronically courageous. And then I'm on Facebook as well. Uh, just my my name, which is Bonnie Fleischman Howard. Beautiful.
0: And we will add those links in the show notes too, just so that everyone can have a quick perusal. Not to mention, we'll also, of course, highlight the uh, currently titled The Chronically Courageous Podcast. And by the way, I love the idea of a rebrand. You know, about a year out, exactly one year out, I rebranded, as you know, from the mindset mashup to fire and soul, because I realized that's really what I'm all about doesn't really make sense when people don't know me but once they get in they're like oh yeah that's totally her totally uh,
2: makes sense absolutely right? anyway but
0: so, okay so currently the, the chronically courageous and I love that right to change your mind that's what we always say it's fluid it's not finite this is not forever you know you can change you can change anything yeah uh, just get it done get it done instead of talking about it And uh, that's why we are indeed an accelerator. So anyway, thank you, my love, for coming on and sharing your beautiful heart with my community today.
2: I love you, Michelle. You're amazing. Thank you so much.
0: You are amazing. Thank you.